back to Rage Across the Internet, your very favorite Werewolf the Apocalypse podcast. I'm not your host, but today I'm MC and reporter. We are bringing you Chapter 3, the other half of our chronicle. It's called the other half, so yeah. <laughs> uh, you know where to reach us, the usual. Hit us up on our email. Go to RageAcrossTheInternet.com. Check out our forums. You know the whole spiel. You guys hear it every week. I'm sure you're tired of hearing it too. Also, we have uh, our Guilty Bundle that's happening, and we are launching it on our new service called uh, Kofi, I believe that's what it's called. Yeah, Kofi.com slash Rage Across the Internet. So check it out. We're giving that bundle away for 70 bucks. You'll get the whole Guilty, all, every single nine episodes of it. And then also, if you sign up to our Patreon before the end of December, you will get Chapter 1 of our third chronicle, The Hard and the Easy. So if you like what you're hearing when you hear this episode which is the third of our series, come join us. Without further ado, chapter three, the other half. Hey, welcome back, guys. Uh, Once again, thank you for donating to the Patreon. And as always, here is your reward. This month, we've got part three of our postmortem series. Which is Into the Breach, Chapter 3, The Other Half. You know me, I'm Porter. We've got Joey here. Hey, guys. Tom. What's up? And Danny. Yep. And we're going to go over this bitch. Uh, I'm excited. Because this is, I see these are cool to redo, relive. No, this has been a lot of fun doing these. Yeah. And um, I've, I've kind of been looking forward to this one. Okay. You know, what we talked about, and you know, we'll get to it when it's time, you know, the script... But we, we talked about the different moments of this one. You know, when I, when I set up the initial, sc- the idea, the idea of that forward set where no one had time to babysit or hold hands. Yeah. You know, that was part of it. The whole Jude Bob Ross thing. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, that yeah. Was, mm-hmm. That was that one of those envisioned scenes. Yep. And another one of those scenes was supposed to happen in this chapter and was cut. Hmm. Okay, I and I have an idea what we'll, you're talking about. Yeah, we'll talk about it when we get to it. Okay. But yep. it was such a strong scene in my mind, and I so badly wanted to do it. But I understand what, yeah. If it's the one I'm thinking of, I, I understand what you're talking about. Yeah. So, you know, it's going to be fun to talk about, mm-hmm. you know, the, the particulars of it and the whys it was, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a big deal. Well, I like how on here you have a pregame note about perception rolls. Yes, and... I don't think... It didn't really stick, though. It didn't stick. I I think I did it too early. Or too late. Either it was something I should have done from fucking Jump Street, Mm -hmm. or something I would try now. And the idea there was I would give hand signals to people now to do perception rolls at intervals where I felt that was appropriate. So that I could, like, I could point to Danny or do, like, a little around-the-world motion, and everyone would know to roll the perceptions... And I wouldn't have to stop to say that. I could just keep telling the story. You know, and I could get hand signals back on the successes and just, you know, pepper in the world as we were going. Yeah, and I think I think if you had started it out as that way, mm-hmm. it would have stuck more. It, probably. Yeah, and that would have been just the way it's done. Yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like, from what I remember, it, it sounds like we were, you tried it that way to keep story moving, to keep the pace going. But if we try it now, I don't. I think it would have the opposite effect. Because I'm over here smirking. I know why it didn't successfully go, Predator. Well, I mean, it's kind of pointless. I get to see everything. Oh yeah. Well, his. I, that's kind of what waylaid it. I think because every time he did that, like, it was like I got everything. So what's the point? 
That probably had a very big part of it. Yeah, probably. I mean, it, it, it you know, because I mean, with all my benefits, and usually whenever you do the perception rolls, I'm in lupus, so I'm getting that minus two diff plus the minus two diff. So it's standard diff six, I got a two difficulty. Guarantee all my dice are hitting that. No, it's you're you're not wrong. You know, and that and that probably was, but I mean, that also would open the possibility that the timing was bad because I mean, you guys were still getting used to your rolls, right? And I didn't want to. Put too many extra shit, too much extra shit on your plates while you were still getting used to playing the game. Right. You know, uh, so it, either way, it didn't end up sticking, but it, it was something I wanted out. to try. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It works out. <laughs> usually, I already got my perception rolls ready in my hand to go anyway. Well, usually, I'm the scout now, so I mean, well, it, it kind of evolved into we didn't need it. True. Yeah. Of course, now I have a different scale. I already have him factored in for shit. <laughs> <laughs> This is a diff nine for you, Tom. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just Tom. <laughs> yeah, just Tom. Just Tom. Yeah, well, but when he's scout, he's already far enough ahead. Far enough ahead that we're not going to do that perception roll. No. So I, I, it's understandable. Maybe it should be you make these guys do the perception roll, and I have to actually waylay the information that I get. What I think that's happened before. Oh, yeah, yeah I've had to. In fact, that's happened a, a fair amount of the time. I was going to say, that's happened already a couple times at least. You know, there's there's a level of mind speak to the pack that we kind of take for granted, I think, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's relaying all of this. Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Tom, that was a really good roll. You got a lot of information on there, <laughs> Tom. Good job, Tom. <laughs> Good Porter. job, Tom. And right. Porter, like, God damn it, gave him everything. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, sometimes I plan for that, too. You know, like, um, and I mean, this isn't now, but you had a story not too long ago where I was counting on Tom's perception rolls to scare the crap out of all of you when an old enemy showed up in a particular little, uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, little yeah. settlement. Yeah. And it didn't click for me at first. Right? <laughs> What am I seeing? It, oh, it, my God. It did for me, but again, I wasn't doing those perception rules. Right, but you so were hearing about it. And I You're was like hearing. And I freaking was, out. Yeah, I was. Yeah, well, I started and, to freak out. And Echo was just beyond. She was. She like, was okay, there's a guy shifting. there. Yeah, Echo was shifting. Like, she was just going through all of her forms, like, for, what, 10 minutes straight? She was, like, losing it. Yeah. So. So put me in, coach. Right? But that's... <laughs> I got this, I got this, I got this, I got this. Let me do it. Let but that's like it. three chronicles from now. Yeah, so let's, yeah, let's concentrate on this one. We are on story three. Yeah. Marco's not here yet. No. <laughs> right? So... Long way to go. There's a little exposition, you know, talking about sleeping and shifts. Right, where they learn a bit about that. And, you know, it's like... And Luckily, that was just because everyone was on high alert, right? Right, because of, I think, the um, maggot ooze. Well, there was that for sure, and if um, if I remember correctly, you guys had already come back from town yep. and reported about the tunnels you found. Right, correct. Okay. So there was that issue. Gotcha. They knew that there were spirals, yes. perhaps a full-on fucking spiral pit, 15 miles down the road. Right. That and these just us... Cubs just found. What what are we gonna do? And our group wasn't asked to guard the you know the sept for the ships. You mean? Yeah, they they didn't. I have think it's to. probably maybe because they didn't trust us. <laughs> Not just yet. Turned. You know. <laughs> right. 
they're kids. Like, my thing is, would you know, like, unless somebody came up and was banging pots and pans, like, level of getting your attention, would you know something was wrong? I think at that level of our, when that, when that was happening, no. Yeah. Like, it was days we were. Like, people could just pop out of the umbra and be like, ha ha. Right. And you wouldn't know. Right. And, yeah, so, you know, they woke up to, um, to see, at least, uh, Butchers in the Shadows, Whiplash, and Jude kneeling over a map, which had the tunnels, so they, you know, had the tunnels that you guys reported, and then, um, some other markers on the map, you know, some landmarks or something? Well, um, suggested, perhaps, you know, it was a different color marker, extending those tunnels, uh, threefold, I believe, according to the, uh, to the script, you know, and whether that was confirmed or speculation of the tunnel's reach, mm-hmm. I don't think was ever said. But, but now that, if I recall, was one of the times you guys didn't get involved in that. Too young. Yeah, we were, I think, I think it was more of, like, we were curious, but we were also kind of shushed away. Like, well, I, the big boys are talking, go, go do this. You're right, well, Haya did grab you and go, Or, <laughs> or that, that was my next question. I mean, it's been a while, so I don't remember exactly. Or did we get curious when we go to look, and then Wyatt grabbed us first? Well, yeah, that's the thing. Is it's one of the things I do. When you guys can see in the script, there's I have a couple options there. You know, where if the group tries to approach, Wyatt will stop them. Okay. Um, I don't think you tried to approach, though. No, we I didn't. Think, yeah, I think you guys both agree that this isn't... Nope. The big boys we have nothing, yeah, we have nothing to, to, to contribute here. <laughs> this is above our pay grade. Let's not yeah. get in their way. Which I, mean, I thought that's... was interesting. Well, I like how in the script you you have Dax's full name. Yes, Omar the Unorthodox. <laughs> yeah, it's like the first time I I saw that, and I was like, "Who?" I think it's the only time that's ever been put in print. Yeah, ever. I, think I was so. like, just "Who?" Dox. Yep. I'm like, "Oh, Dax. Oh, oh, now that makes sense." Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because even like when we get the script here, we were reading it. I'm like, "Wait, who the hell is that?" Oh, okay, got it. <laughs> even in game, we've never heard of that. I don't think they've ever no. told us. No. Just docs. It was I think unless, it was, I think it was said once. Unless Wahaya said it. Yeah. No, I mean it's it's the kind of thing he would have said. You know, he would have used the full name. But Yeah. I don't know what call it. He's just docs. Yeah, he's just <laughs> docs. <laughs> docs is always weird saying without Dooley at the end of it. Docs right. and Dooley. Yeah, it's always Docs and Dooley. It's never Dooley and Docs. It's Docs and Dooley. Yeah, Docs and Dooley. And I can't say Dooley without getting his voice. <laughs> you notice that? Yeah. I think I've ever said his name without just doing the voice. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's Jim Dooley. Jim Dooley. Yeah. Which, hearing Jim in front of it's always kind of weird, too. But hey. That's how I found that voice. I was um, I was living in Boston. And, you know, I was working on the script or whatever. And I decided I was hungry. So I just drove out to, you know, get some drive through or whatever. And I'm just practicing voices like a psychopath. <laughs> just talking to myself in the front seat, just like, hello, you know, whatever. Well, thank God you weren't sitting in the back seat. <laughs> well, that would have been impressive. <laughs> that's that's impressive. impressive if he's driving, too. <laughs> well, and then he just also... Yeah, those Jim. aren't his feet on those pedals. Oh! <laughs> we did that episode already. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, and it's just at some point, it's like, yeah, Jim Bowie, good to meet you. And I'm like, oh, I like how that sounded. Yeah. Like, I like the, yeah. Were your windows open? You were Tell me you ordered probably. your food in that voice. Oh, I absolutely did. Nice. That's something I try to do. You know, <laughs> I will order. I will order meals in a character's voice. You got to practice. Yeah. Yeah. You got to make that sound natural, or at least good enough. You know, pull up to a stop sign, enough. or a, pull up to a stoplight in the car next to you, like 
Why is that guy have like 12 different voices? Freak's talking to himself. Don't, don't pull up next to him at this light. <laughs> if, if that's the weirdest, the fast food drive through window person. I doubt seen, that's the weirdest. You know, they're, they're having a good day. Mongo need Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> Got any quesadillas in there? Quesadillas? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yep. What the hell do you eat? Uh, well, 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 I think we know now. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so the others went to get food in the script. Okay, yes. back to scripts. Got it. Sorry. Yeah. It's food. Yeah, food. Yeah. We need food. Anyway, so Docs comes back to the campsite and he moves towards the group that are. Yeah, that are around the map. Okay. Which again, I thought would probably did they to try, but getting us, they didn't. So okay. Again, I think it was above our pay grade. Let's not get in the way. But you know, there's that level of you guys are the main characters. You know, I've always said that you know the world does not you know the game might be about you, but the world doesn't revolve around you. The game's about you though. So like you see the next part here, I have in parentheses if they listen in. But did they? I don't think they did. I. No, I don't think we did. Um, I think... Because, like he's saying, it was above our pay grade. We didn't realize how the game worked at first. Yeah, I think think that's a big part. Remember, all of us were brand new. Yeah, I think we were kind of waiting for Porter to lead us there. Yeah, Porter needed to softball it to us. Not not show us the way and we do it. I think we were waiting for him to take us there. Does that make more sense? No, that makes more sense. Yeah, we needed a couple slow pitches at first. You know, hey, I mean, it was your story three. Story three, yeah. So did you, like, give them that, even though they weren't listening in? I don't think I did. Nope, you didn't. So it was just like, okay, guys. Yeah, because when I was rereading this, I'm like, I don't remember that. (laughs) Oh, hey. Because you guys just went for food. Yeah, I think we did just leave. Maybe, Maybe we got that information later, though. It might have been brought up later, but... I can't verify that. Right, it's been a long time. It, it, I feel pretty strong that you guys did not listen in, because I was always surprised by how much you guys respected the privacy of others in this game. <laughs> right? So, so like, the ragged was... is very concerned with this man's personal space. <laughs> We've got to cure him of that shit. Yeah, right? So what was the information that we essentially didn't get? Well, you got the chip. No, I don't. No, he doesn't. Well, he doesn't have page one. No, no page one. Yeah. Oh, it's um, and it's do- it's uh, it's docs. It, it's not a hive. It's not a real one. I couldn't get the numbers, but no more than twenty. Tunnels go for a while, but I don't think it's the source. Just the same, we should take care of this, whenever, wherever, and all. I don't see anything we can't handle. It's still, I, I still think of that stupid Shakira song. I'm sorry, I can't help it. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, and then, and then no, Butcher. Sounds right. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, no, we didn't get that information at yeah. all. And then Butcher responding with, "We'll gather at sundown and move from here." He that I the remember. Three of you. I think it was they were done with the meeting, and then now he's addressing everybody there. Yeah, he looks. At the We've three got of our you. plan. This is what's going to happen. I'm pretty sure we fucked off and was hanging out live for. A yeah, you times. you clear. Don't be late. You know, but when they were doing late. their meeting, I think we were just over there. Asking why a question. I don't remember what we were doing. That's entirely possible. Because, hey, we need to learn. We're Cubs. But either way, you did eventually make for, make your way to go to breakfast, and now that script is valuable. Uh-huh. Thanks. <laughs> okay, so the second page of the script is when they're going for food. Yep. Yeah, they're, they've got their sandbox time okay. to really do as they damn well please, but that's when uh, we really go into Cage Breaker. 
Mm. Yep. And that was the contact. Right, that's Jude's guy. Yeah, contact that we were told to to meet from Jude. That that was our instructions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. His um what did he call it? <laughs> His third party guy, he yeah, yeah. consultant. That's what yeah. I mean. the consultant, right. consultant, the consultant he brought in because he doesn't trust the Actina. <laughs> yes, yes, I remember that. And Actually, you know, that, I think that was from the last story too. We saw him walking the road at one point. Mm-hmm. The last story. Yep. Right. Remember that, and then. Um, no, I'm talking about last story. Isn't it? that's when Jude said he just doesn't trust the Actina. Oh yeah, that was mm-hmm. well. He had her in that whole speech with. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, he wants to bring in this consultant, but you're going to meet him organically and right. befriend him because they're not going to, they have yeah. no reason not to trust you. They won't believe you, but they'll believe this guy. They just won't trust me. And if they know he's with me, they won't trust him. Right. <laughs> yeah. Which, that's a fucking. It's distrust by association. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. he's credible with two people who don't have an agenda because they don't know any better. <laughs> <laughs> but only that. So yeah, so Cage Breaker. Yes. And the script, it, it has a voice note. Yeah. Um, yes, it is. I'll do that sometimes when, you know, like Cage Breaker was never going to be a character. Like, you're not going to find him in the Embassy of the Month Club. You know? He was just a, a filler. Yeah, he's he's got a purpose. His purpose is to be around briefly mm-hmm. and never again. Mm-hmm. So it's his background. Whatever I come up with on the fly, it doesn't give a shit beyond that because it doesn't I, matter. But see, I remember exactly what you said because he was because we even asked how he got his name, and they, so all that came up on the fly. Probably, I mean, unless it's in the script here. I <laughs> I don't know if it is. I don't think I it don't is. think it is. It so doesn't. he was yeah. a he was. Let's see if I can remember correctly. He was a lupus bonar thurge, mm-hmm. and how he got his name was he he was. Captured by uh, animal control, and then broke out of his cage. So, something along those lines. Again, this is a fucking long time ago. Oh, that, that, that makes I mean, sense. Cage breaker. Yeah. Boom. There you go. Yeah, I just I'm trying to remember. Yeah, but again, at that time, because he you were essentially folding him in to make our make him part of our pack. I was steering you in that direction. Yes. yes. That so I mean, we obviously, didn't know it was, this was going to be a brief thing. Right. Well, so you got to make it work, but right. I don't need a fucking diary entry on him. Right. Because who's Cage Breaker? <laughs> right. Just some dude. Right? Yeah, but at that time, especially because right. he was, you know, leading us that direction to make him part of a pack, it was a big deal. But um, going back to your, your point about mm-hmm. the voice, um, what that is, and, and the note here is that um, you have the, the dialogue in parentheses of voice, and a quote here is, you don't want to hang with no Eddie Kane. Which uh, for me is a memorable line from I think it was called the um, the Five Heartbeats. Okay. I mean, it's just a movie, mm-hmm. you know, about like a you know a band, uh, you know, Motown kind of band coming up, mm-hmm. and Eddie Kane was I guess the first singer who got into drugs, and like later in the movie they find him again. He's like, yeah, you don't even know Eddie Kane, and I remember that voice that way. Oh, so it's just okay. a reminder of how to how to speak with them. Because I was like, "What in the world is this referencing?" Yeah, it's just it's just an association to make sure I didn't forget the voice on the day. Gotcha. Referencing something just for him. Yep. Well, and Eddie Kane, 
Which, yeah, is another is, is character. An, again, I homage that name later in Albuquerque, yes. Right, so I was like, I was like, <laughs> wait, is this familiar, guy, but I don't remember yep. that is one. this guy, like, linked to Eddie Kane in some way? I'm like... I mean, it is, because it's the same character. <laughs> I, <laughs> I took his voice for this guy, took his name for that guy. Gotcha, gotcha. It's like I'm a, I'm a, chop, shop, a chop shop of old 90s movies. This is why you can't look at his maps. Right. <laughs> Until we do postmortems on him. <laughs> No, this isn't why. It's because inevitably you walk by and you see like the one sentence that spoils the whole fucking story. Mm-hmm. Well, I know, you know, because that's just, just how say, that works. But that would that would put her in a tangent all day long if she walked by and happened to see that. Yeah, that's true. That would put her on a tangent all day long. Yep. <laughs> yep. When it's an innocent fucking thing, just mm-hmm. right. But you know, like sometimes you, know. you name a character after a thing; it's no big deal. You know, as long as it's not like Martel Mortzenegger. <laughs> They're probably safe, you know. And then the bad guy is Jean Claude Villan. Jean Claude Villan. <laughs> oh my god! You hack. Expendables too. Yeah. Expendables too. Yeah. Oh boy. Jean Claude Van Damme played Jean Claude Villan. <laughs> wow, I did not know to well, know that. Yeah. I've seen the movie. I just didn't. I, I, I almost was positive. I saw the movie with you. Probably. <laughs> we went to the Shockingly, he was the antagonist. Oh, you mm. saw that in the what? theater? Yeah. Oh my god! I'm, I'm almost positive. I went with him. No. I'm going to call that about the company and not about the quality of the film. <laughs> right, right. He went skiing. Get it. Oh, boy. What the fuck? <laughs> so, <laughs> not entertaining wow. that one. So, yeah, that's what, what that voice note is about. Okay, okay. So then you mm. have the description of Cagebreaker. Yep. And it's just your general, you know... Bonar. I would say so. It means nothing yeah. spectacular. Um, I, I know that I, I made a point you to touch upon the odor. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and I think that was you kind of expressing how how the, the Bonars are supposed to be. Sure. And like also homeless. keeping in mind that, well, I mean, I, I think the description of itself, you know, the... You know, the ragged stuff and it's torn. He's got, you know, soiled Soil. sweatpants and mm-hmm. he's got layers on. And that's all well and good, but, you know, there's, there's first of all the option that you guys might not all be in Holland, so you need to focus on that sound. But that's also important. It's a thing you forget, because, again, we as humans mm-hmm. don't focus on a scent, but that's still important to Gara. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I made, I made the point of, what was it? Um, body odor, ball sweat, and rotting food. There you go. Yay. Body odor, ball sweat, and rotting food. <laughs> that's, that's a smell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't... Those are three smells. That's a, a lovely bouquet. Already. That's a smell. That's a bouquet yeah. right there. Yeah. It's a hotel yeah. bomb. But I like how he's wearing a rainbow belt that like doesn't match anything. Why would it? He pulled it out of the same. He pulled it out of a trash. You say it's you whatever exactly. he found in the trash bin. But again, that was the point. I, you know, Salvation Army donate box. Who knows? Yep. Oh, he's a lupus, so maybe he didn't know. And then there's this wonderful description of a rather odd compound bow. Not just a bow, but he had he had two weapons. Mm-hmm. Fang dagger. Yep. Mm-hmm. But the fang dagger didn't get the same attention the bow did. Yeah. And um, the reason for that, you know, is because uh, our guy Tom here took some points in fetish. Mm-hmm. And that means you're supposed to start the game with a fetish. But that's not how that works. <laughs> right. Because they started their game as humans... Right. Or is you know yeah. is is children, fucking put in medically induced comas or whatever <laughs> in the back of a van, so I felt like the spirals probably wouldn't give you an arsenal for that. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That's fair. You're like, here's your fetish, young sir. So, so taking those points in fetish is more of an IOU mm-hmm. than it was, you know. Gotcha. Um, so I made a point to describe this bow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of tipped me off a little. Well, <laughs> I was say, did you catch up on it? Because I didn't. It was a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge. It was. And it was, you know, intentionally so. Right. I mean, and you did the, the, the dagger too, but yeah, not nearly as much attention to it. No, that's true. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, and maybe this is a bit of a cop out on my part, you know, um, the bow was homemade. The fang dagger is a fang dagger. Right. There are several books. Yeah. And plenty of pictures if you want to see a fang dagger. The bow was something I made special. Still used to this day. Not all of it. The bow is. Didn't you replace the bow? Ah, no. Did I? I think you replaced. I think you had to replace the bow. I had to replace the bow, but the string is the. You kept the string. Yes. Well, the string is the fetish. Yes. Right. The the string is the. Yeah, because I restrung it on homemade wood. Yep. Yeah, instead of it being a compound bow, I restrung it onto actually wood that was carved. That's a bookman, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, because the compound broke and something. I don't remember why. Yeah, I don't remember why, but yeah, the, the compound yeah. had to go. Yeah, I think you were just, at that point, knowing it was going to happen, you, you kind of worked with Porter to discuss what your character would have. Right. But yeah, you know, we pointed out the uh, the carvings of it, how the, you know, the quiver, I gave it the whole the whole nine. And you guys, um, you kind of gravitated, you were kind of right there with Gage Breaker. We oh, yeah. It. Yeah, it was, it was a cool character. And you were you were leaning heavy onto putting him in our pack, so we did. I think almost immediately. Well, it, well, here's the thing, though, is he was very different than the other Garu that you guys had met before. You know, because he was first of all a Botanar. Mm-hmm. He was very down to earth. He was professional, but he was down to earth. Mm-hmm. You know, and he was meeting you guys on the level. You were meeting him back on the level. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was important. You know, I think you guys gravitated toward the more. You know, the the real person, as opposed to Whiplash, who's growling at everyone all the time, (laughs) and Jude, who is like, you know, measuring you for the puppet strings, (laughs) and, you know, and Wahaya, who just wants to set you down and read your bedtime stories, and this was someone who would talk to you like someone, you know, at the the shop. Right. Liked him so much, I treated him to breakfast. That's, I remember that. Yeah. They were not happy having him in there. No, no. I, I, I don't, don't wonder why. I wonder why. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I think it was the smell. Mm, maybe. <laughs> okay, so it says that Cagebreaker knows that it's not a true hive. Um, so Cagebreaker had this information already. Yeah. I mean, he had been there. He got there before you did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and that it's not related to the larger problems in the area, but it's still a good idea to get rid of them. So what are the larger problems in that area? Well, and they were still figuring that out. That yeah. was the mystery so far. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, and then the script goes on and says the bane. That was probably which was what we were the larger problem. Okay. You know, and again, you see the 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 dialogue there's so, you know I don't know what it is yet, but I found it. Okay. So he knows where it is. He just doesn't, doesn't know, know what it is. is. Okay, so. It's a bane. Well, the bane is a spirit in service to the worm, so... But that's what's causing the, quote, larger problems? Yes. Okay. You know, something real old and nasty. He knows where it is, doesn't know what it is. And like he says, after the beauty of the spirals, he'll take him right to it. No big deal. Mm -hmm. But we gotta deal with the spirit. 
Or not the spirit, the spiral hive first. Or at it, least the mini hive. You know, they're already going after it. It's the easier threat. If it's the lesser threat, mm -hmm. you can take care of that. Maybe you all die on the other thing, but this thing you can take care of first, right? Let's <laughs> go take care of the thing. And yeah, and then what you see here is you see examples of some of the dialogue that was going to come up during that breakfast. You know, it, well, in terms of the Bane, you know, is a bit where you could talk about fetishes. Gotcha. You know, it's just topics of conversation that are likely to come up. Okay. Um, okay. Whether they do or not, it's just sample dialogue for me. Right. You know, you, you want to have something in the chamber, even if it's a little bit to get you started, just in case. Mm-hmm. So, at that point, did we, did we make him part of the pack there? I think so. I think we made him part of the pack and brought him back when we were bringing yeah. him back because, hey, we trust this guy. Right, which was right... What you told you to do. Right, but we had, we, had, I mean, but we had to make him part of the pack for the rest of everyone else to allow him to come with us, I guess. Yeah. Well, he had to vouch for him, essentially. Yeah. Which, they didn't stink a worm, and... It's another... The calm endorsed it. Yep, the yeah. calm endorsed it. Yeah. And I, I think that's what pushed it over, too, is that once the calm endorsed it... Imagine that, though. And then ever Yeah, which, obviously, he did on purpose, because he wanted him there. So if once Jude, because it wasn't just the call, it was just Jude. Once Jude endorsed it, everyone was okay with it. Well, hi, uh, well, it, Whiplash. Well, and it made sense, too. Because, again, remember, this is a forward set, a temporary set of people here to do a specific fucking job. Yeah. And then, oops, we have three baby shit cubs <laughs> we found on the side of the road. And hey, look, a babysitter Exactly. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Yep. A babysitter. Throw them with the bone gnar. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a hard sell. <laughs> right. No, I get it. He doesn't smell like a spiral. He... Take them. Take the kids. Fine. Yes, please. Please take the children. Do you know poison control number? Who gives a shit? They're your problem. <laughs> they can soak it. They'll find If, if they, they don't, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Now it's your fault. <laughs> now you killed those cubs, Cage Breaker. Nice. Okay, so then it goes to the camp at night. Is that still, like, topics of conversation, or is that when we're getting down to brass tacks? That's when we're getting back down to brass tacks. Yeah. Okay. You know, and essentially at that point, they were told to be back at noon. They had the time to do whatever the fuck they wanted to. They spent, I think, almost entirely with Cagebreaker, mm -hmm. hanging out and traveling back and forth, mm -hmm. I believe. I mean, we were getting, like, it was just, like, they were probably we just learn softball our new questions. Right, yeah, we, were, we were learning, yeah, we got a new pack mate. Cool. Yeah. No, there was nothing wrong with it. I mean, good character action, and you had the free time to do with what you wanted to, which is the point of leaving that space. Right. Yeah. You know, you want to have room to let your characters be characters. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I think all too often you run into a situation where a storyteller paces something so quickly there's no fucking room to breathe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I ask you about your character, and then all you can tell me is, like, stats and equipment and shit like that, and I haven't heard anything about a character... Or what they've done. Right. You, you know. know. This flippy doodle stabbing that thing. Yeah. I, I killed uh, six spirals and I freed the seventh generation. Right. But would you go home? What do you mean? That's one of those things you advocate. Get out of Cardboard Town. Exactly. No more mm -hmm. Cardboard Town, man. You went home and watched Moonlighting because you have a, you know, you got a thing for Bruce Willis. That's why. You know. But that <laughs> could be a real answer. You know, that's something with some character that shows some personality, that there's a there's a person behind the fucking dots on a sheet. Mm -hmm. Right. Dots on a sheet is horseshit. Yeah, those, those should come last. Absolutely. I, I think that, yeah, because we were, 
trying to remember. We were learning everything we could from Cage Breaker. It's a brand new character. He was again. He was down to earth. And he was willing to talk. To and you. he was willing to talk. And he was giving us answers, not just some <laughs> bullshit like, "Okay, yeah, here's your answer. Get the fuck out of my way." Right. Or do what I say because I said it. Right. Or fuck off. Or good to see you, but I'm trying to get my dick sucked. Here's fifty bucks. Go away. Mm-hmm. And that was audio. <laughs> Actual and, and audio. Camp at night is when you wanted to put that tidbit in there. Isn't it? Yes. Yes, it is. Yep. <laughs> yeah, because Dempsey's talking to him about the spirals. Yep, he explains, you know, their origins a little bit, gives, you know, a little bit of flavor in the spirals, what they're getting into, where Wahaya, who is not going on this raid, well, and that's, that's, that's step one. Yeah. He's not going. Did they say why? Well, because he's like 40 pounds and like 900 years old. Well, he's not even, he's like 45. <laughs> There's no reason. He's an able-bodied fucking guy. Oh, really? Wasn't he saying I thought he, he wanted was to just... meditate more on the bane. Yeah, yeah, that's what uh, it was. Okay. He wanted to meditate more on the bane. And then, oh, no. yeah, and then he's like, "Hey, he suggested the cubs stay behind and he can tell them more stories of the nation." Mm, no. No, in in the, in in the game itself, you guys were given a choice at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you said, "No, we're we're gonna go fight." Right. And in that that question irritated the piss out of Whiplash, who. This whole time, it was very critical. We use that word critical. Oh yeah. <laughs> of uh, why uh, in his method, why in his methods, right? Disapproving. I like disapproving. <laughs> I mean, I mean, this, this is a fair assessment. Yeah. You, you gotta say, you gotta say that you can't just nod at the mic. <laughs> Mr. Dixon, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, you know, we are getting the parts for the cloning tubs. You know. So you better be I'm careful. I'm safe for right now. We're not on camera yet, I'm saying. It's like the nine one register. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, jerk. Stop pissing off our Patreons. Come on. I, I think they're enjoying that. <laughs> yeah. They probably watched you nod your head, too. They're they're envisioning you nodding your head. That's probably. I was going to say. That's the one say, Do we have a peeping Tom over here? What's, what's going on? I don't know. Uh, do we have a peeping uh, Tom? Uh, 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 so anyway. <laughs> um, but this was this was the moment. Yeah, we did not like the fact that one he wants to stay behind, and two he wants us to stay behind. Right, that's that's a non-starter. <laughs> you called us here to do your dirty work. Why you sit back and have a nap around the fire? <laughs> and now this was one of the moments, and when I was you know coming yeah. up with this whole thing, this was the moment where things came to a head. Yeah, and originally, exactly what I thought it was. Yeah. Whiplash leaps over the fire and starts beating on Wahia. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. And I mean, like, beats him within an inch of his life. Right there, just about beats him to death. In Hamid. <laughs> He's had enough. And, you know, I envision at that point in the rabies and chains start to get involved because, hey, Ron over there is not going to let someone hurt Wahia. No. And so Ron is being stonewalled by the rabies in chains, except for Butchers of the Shadows who's standing in the background looking over at Jude, waiting to get a nod to decide which side they're going to be on. With you guys in the middle of this chaos. So, so the Shadow Lord is just kind of watching. Waiting to play his move. Yeah, they're... they're, they're they got to figure out what side to be on. Yeah, they're, well, they're deciding which card they're going to play, well, if then, they're going to play at all. Exactly. And then at that point, you know, the, the, I made the point with Butchers and the Shadows and you to really establish that they have a connection. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they have a relationship here. <clears throat> that the beta of this pack is going to let his alpha attack an elder and stand there 
in Wheats of the Alpha of another pack gives him a nod. Hmm. Yeah. But. I mean, think about that. That's. What? <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Shadow learning. <laughs> <laughs> That's a significant thing. But at the same time, it didn't happen. No, it didn't happen. None of that happened. And I cut it, and I hated to cut it. Because but I, I understand thought, why. Well, I. We're getting to that. We're getting to why. <laughs> You know, it, to me, it just was such a beautiful, beautifully brutal moment yeah. that spoke of, of the, the darker side of the Gyro Nation in a way that I, I don't usually write. It the, the has, infighting. It has an elegance to its violence. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, that it, and I, and when you look back, you see I was building up to it the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, I with see Blush. why you kind of pulled it out of there, though. We were too new to this. Not enough research into it. Like, as we sit now, that is beautiful. You should have did it that way. But, right. but as we were brand new to that, that would have probably freaked us the fuck out. Or just, Not only that, but it would have forced us to pick a side. Yeah. Yeah. And it would have, I think it would have ruined Whiplash for you guys forever. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you would never see Whiplash the same again. And even as you grew as characters and, and into your roles in the Garrodation, I don't think that your characters, had I put that in, look back at that moment and let it go. Mm-mm. Or understand, yeah. And especially when you consider how the chronicle ends, and we won't spoil that because that's next month. Yeah. <laughs> but when you factor in how it ends, you see how that scene would have ruined the Rebus and Chains for you guys forever. Yeah. And you know, everybody thinks Whiplash is a psychopath. Well, Whiplash is—he's really not. Kind of. He's he, really not. He has a perfectly crafted exterior portrait that he portrays mm-hmm. and it's a defense mechanism to make everybody think he's a psychopath okay you take that but he's really every crazy psychopathic thing he does is for the benefit of the cubs is is a general rule is a general rule yeah um, it, it's all it's, it's a, window dressing yeah and it's a tough love kind of Oh, tough. <laughs> tough. I mean, <laughs> he's not hes not going to be easy on Cubs, but guess what? The world ain't easy. You know, there's a, there's a story I wrote, which is eventually, we've talked about, yeah. we're going to rewrite it, we're going to share that, probably mm-hmm. record that on Patreon, maybe do, have people read parts for it. We've talked about this. Right. Um, where um, it's his interactions with the character Jamie Moonsong. Mm. And she has flashbacks to their her trading under whiplash. And when I say trading, I talk about these horrific moments of torture to anybody else. Yeah. You know, like he, he's cruel and he gets darkly racial at one point. Yeah. You know, like he puts the noose over her neck and cause he pulled her out of bed in the middle of the night. And he's like, you know, and it's, it's crazy and it's dark. Yeah. And I, I tried to make it very creepy, like fucking disturbing is how I tried to write it. He, yeah. He gets right to the edge. Yeah. And again, even there, there's a purpose to it. And it's like the thing that they don't see is that like he goes and throws up in the woods after that. Yeah, but they don't see that. Exactly. They can't see that. Yeah. Because if they see it, it's all for nothing. The jig is up. And I think if this scene had happened the way that you wanted it to happen, mm-hmm. it would have fit into Whiplash, but it would have scarred the Cubs. Oh, for sure. Oh, I, I wouldn't see Whiplash the same. Yeah. Like I said, he's kind of like a mentor. I look up to him big time, but I don't think that would have happened. That wouldn't be the same. Yeah, you would have witnessed him just, yeah. again, beating I, this old guy almost to death. 
Yeah. And when you say old, it's like, like you said, 40s. Sure, but, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's a 20-year age gap. Right, right. <laughs> you know? And, you know, I mean, it's it's understandable with him being an Akron, you know, And again, get. and then you think about this, as you know, the character. All Whiplash wants to do is guard his sept. And he's being so taken pro- away. Yeah, to protect the elders he reveres. And he's being mm-hmm. taken away. Yep. To do some idiot's dirty work. Yeah, to do apparently nothing so far. Right. They've done nothing except for babysit these cubs and watch him take naps around the fire, which meditate fine. You know, yeah, he's, there's a purpose behind it. But what are they doing there? This is a waste of our time. It's endangering our people back home. Mm-hmm. This is beneath us. And now we're going to we're gonna finally go do our jobs. Yeah, he... And, and you're going to stay here and pull from our numbers? <laughs> Because when, when I imagine... To be when, fair, we're like one and a half. Does it matter? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. You're still, you know, your meat shields at worst. Yeah. I mean, you can see his point of view there. Oh, no, I see his point of view. Yeah. Well, you kick his ass, too. <laughs> I'd probably stop. Because I can see it as once, once Whiplash learned that, hey, there's a spiral hive, and that's what we're going to go do now. We're finally doing our jobs. That's why we're here. He got excited. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I can imagine that being happy, that happening. Well, to have that recon to go, okay, well, it's not our main thing. It's not related to our main thing, but it's something we can do. Yep. Instead of standing here with our thumbs up our asses, waiting for a couple of ragabashes or whatever to come back with some news. This is a waste of our time and skill. So since the vicious beating didn't happen, right. I do like the line that he said. I'm hoping you'll read it in his voice, too. <clears throat> okay, okay. Is that it? Is that what you want to do? Maybe hear a bedtime story where the men take all the glory and honor? It's perfect. I mean, that's still whiplash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, it, it's to you guys, not to him. Right. You know, is that, is that what it's going to be? Is it nap time? But we already chose to go anyway. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, on one hand, I'm glad you didn't go that direction as far as beating the shit out of him. As far as whiplash beating the shit out of Wahia. But if we ran that now, I expect that. Yes, but well, exactly now, yeah. now is a different story. And like you and I were talking on the phone about it, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" Right? Like, what a great moment! Yeah. And then, but because you knew Whiplash, yeah, we didn't. Not know only Whiplash, that, she yeah. also knew the world of darkness. We were brand yeah, new. Yeah, brand right. new. And I'm like, "Yeah, man, have have blood spraying everywhere, like." And just go into it, yeah. You know? And the it's, implication of all of this, and holy shit, this well, is great. And I can't, I can't tell them this story. Yeah. I can't include it. Because <laughs> we had no idea. It's my favorite moment, and it can't air. Mm-hmm. And I'd love <laughs> Sucker punched so hard, the uh, occipital <laughs> bone caved in a little bit. That was that, yeah. <laughs> he just put his uh-huh. head in the fire and... <laughs> Ooh. Ow. He's going to murder this man. <laughs> like, they're going to have to pull him off. Oh, yeah. He wasn't going to stop. No. <laughs> Like, people had to jump in and, like, hold Whiplash. Like, pull him back. Yeah, like, like, when you told me that, I was shocked because, obviously, Wyatt was trained by his elders. Yeah. Like, I don't, don't understand why he doesn't look up to him. At first, when he told me, I was like, sure. But then, obviously, I know Whiplash's background and blah, blah, blah. And I just yeah, know how Whiplash is. Right, there's a lot of moving parts there. In fact, you know, Wyatt was trained by those guys before that sept was established. That's true. Yeah, 40 years old. Yeah, that makes sense. 
<laughs> okay, so then we go into the attack. So yeah, so now we've so this war is... party is convened. We 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 attack at dawn or midnight or whatever. So this is kind of the the real meat of the story. This is this is the action. Portion. This is this is the action, and um, I don't see it here. I think I I think I know you're talking about. Danny's got a thing. Um, because you were you were leaning on heavy uh, a few times as far as litany, because we were told you guys found it, you take point, and I got really excited. So yes. we go to do it, yes. and Whiplash grabs my shoulder and goes, "Ha, yeah, right, kid." <laughs> Just kidding. Get the fuck, get the fuck back. Yeah. No, I, I was about to say that too because I don't have it scripted. I was okay. It, it's it's not in here. I, I remember it. <laughs> So vividly, yeah, you too. Get, you guys get the van. You found it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you no, you no, take fucking. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> At this point, we... Or you are the cannon fodder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, at that point... Are you I, a freaking bullet catcher? Like, what are you doing? Don't I, shoot till they see the lights in their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but I, 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 you know, we didn't know at that point. And I think it was very, very recent that we established that I was going to be Alpha. I didn't want it. I don't. I don't know if it was established yet, or no. was it just kind of you were doing. That didn't happen until the next chronicle, when it got established. I think. Well, okay, when we finally decided. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. it was a lot of. A lot I mean, moving parts. Because right. as of right now, Mister Bonar would probably be our alpha. Yeah, he was, <laughs> since he's babysitting us. Well, and yeah. it was still the third game. Yeah. You know, you guys said you were in, but I didn't write it. Yeah, are you? <laughs> I, mean, I wrote it all to be a four-part thing. Yeah. So it wasn't like, well, I'm going to wait till part three or till part two's over to write part three. Not not behind schedule like I am now. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> like, this shit was all ready. <laughs> right. I wrote this in, like, two sittings, baby. Nice. That's what I mean. Like, you were you were putting pieces here and there for Litany because, you know, that was one of them. It was something, it was something to, to teach while you're playing. Right. You know, the, um, what, what is it? Which one's that one? I don't know, feel it ice. I'm trying. I'm trying to remember the exact words. Well, try, try. Highest run. of station. The first kill goes to highest of station. Okay. Yeah, I, I remember because I was because I had all you know. I wrote all the tenets of the litany down, and I was trying to remember them at that point. I'm like, okay, if I'm going to be the philodox, well, that's important. This is probably shit I need to remember. It's the shit yeah. you're judged on. So yeah. yeah. So that was one of those things, and then I was like. And then he grabbed me and threw me back. I was like, yeah, that's because of the tenant. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> but I liked that moment. Yeah. This is a little fucking with you moment. But also, you know, deeper than that, there was a, there was a, little, bit, a little bit of a sign of respect there. It was a nod to the fact that you didn't elect to stay back. Yes. I mean, if you'd have said, no, we want to hear more about the Umbra or whatever. You or tell us about Cricker Worm Phone the Death Bear. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the story. You would have. The you rest would have of the, let's do it. Yeah, of course. The rest of this would have just fucked off. It all would have happened, you know. But you guys wouldn't have seen it, right? You'd have seen them come back later, and no one there would have had any respect for you. And someone, awesome. yeah. Well, you know, because well. I think the I think the fight is kind of this is going to be a little bit important because there's some shit happening in this fight. Well, let's talk about the fight then. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, keep going <laughs> off, this shit's fun, all right. I remember yeah. this. This is good. I'm just this saying. Is why stop, we kept going? Stop teasing the patrons. Talk about the fight. All right. Well, 
All right. I, I really can because we were thrown in the back, and at that point, it was just little scene after little scene after little scene. Well, and this is a thing, and I we haven't touched down on this yet, have we? I don't know. Oh, maybe. If About these little combat vignettes? If you did, it's very, very subtle. <laughs> you haven't done very much. Talk about it for the people. Okay. Well... All right, and there's a little bit of backstory here. Mm-hmm. Is it the in the other Virginia games, and this was the chronicle I wasn't telling because I was burned the fuck out. Right. The interim storyteller, he said, you know, I want to have an attack on the cairn. Mm-hmm. So I want to end the chronicle. And so we worked on that. We wrote it together. And we, you know, had our list of who's going to live, who's going to die, you know, what's going to happen. I mean, we choreographed this fucking story right. to, like, the beat, man. It was crazy. But... We decided that when these characters were going to die, we were going to flash over to these moments, showcasing the character, give them their little moment in the sun as they went out. Their, their blaze of glory. Yeah. The problem with that is... Right. <laughs> What's the problem with that? Anytime you have a vignette on a character from that moment forward, you know they're going to die. Right? That works once. Yes. And then it's a bummer because they're just waiting to hear about the character being dead. Mm-hmm. So, what we did was we gave every character a little vignette. Okay. So every 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 character, character in that character attack had a moment whether they lived or died. Hmm. And and what this did was it helped showcase what the hell else was going around going on around the battlefield. Because battlefields are chaos. Right. And so, hey, look, here's a little paragraph of what Dead Man Dempsey's doing. Mm-hmm. And so not only are you doing your thing, but there's 50 other things happening right now. Right. Right now where you are in the battle, Dempsey's in eyesight. Yeah. So you took your turn and now you see what Dempsey did. hmm You know? And it was really well received. So I do that now. Not always. But enough. Hopefully not too much. No. No, that's nah. usually perfect. Yeah. And so what you're seeing here in the script is you're seeing these asides for everybody. And I felt that was important to do for this story. Because this is your first time seeing, like, proper Gyro combat. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right. So what, what are these people capable of? What are you guys eventually going to be capable of? Let's see, you know. I mean, it, yeah, because you, you threw our player turns in there. Yes. Like, and you peppered them in there. But, like, even though these are got three paragraphs there, I almost want you to read these, how good these are. Well, the first one's about bangerang. So. I almost want to do it. Oh, and I mean, it's just one paragraph each. One for Bangerang, one well, for then Butchers. You, and but then again, one peppers Doc. us in there. Yep. So right. then then there's Jude. Mm-hmm. But I, I like how Bangerang, his, his brass <laughs> knuckles are sparking wildly like down power lines. I really like that. Thank you. Yeah. And that's a fetish. Yep. Okay. And it was just something I thought it would be cool if he had. Yeah. And I mean... Brass knuckles really aren't. Yeah, who would do that? Utilized in no. in game. You have claws. The fuck you need. Right. But it seemed like such a glass walker fucking thing to do. Yeah. You know. And yeah, I, that's true. I really like in the third paragraph the um, typo. Oh yeah, I don't have that typo on mine. <laughs> oh yeah, Julian size. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, Doc. Some someone someone put an eye in there instead. Yeah. Yep. So Despite his Herculean, Herculean size, Dick struggles against. Whoa. <laughs> the next words are: Let's go to the videotape. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, it, it made reading it fun and interesting. 
<laughs> so, okay. We have the player's turn. Then we have a paragraph on Jude. And then it says... Well, it's not a paragraph. It's what Jude's turn was. Right. But, right. like, we roll for initiative. So are you just moving those paragraphs around to where you need them to be? Pretty much. Okay. The idea is I don't want to bog... I don't bog it down too much. Gotcha. You know, you want to keep things moving, but you want to color the battlefield. You know, it, it's like you want your cake, you gotta eat it too. Okay. You just you gotta that's find a, the balance that's on the a really fly. Good way to put it, man. Color the battle, color the battlefield. Because that's exactly. He's what gotta Bob Ross the battlefield. I am. He's gotta Bob put Ross it in happy trees. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at it and get bangerang with the uh, the brass knuckles, sparking like a down power line. Um, there's an attack. I'll, I'll read one. <laughs> okay. You, you guys can tell me the one. Uh, I vote for the whiplash one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, page the uh, page four. Page four. Page four. Oh, this this is happening anyway. Oh, okay. This is a plot point. Um, well, I was gonna. Well, yeah. Okay, then maybe don't read whiplash. Maybe we maybe save that one for last. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk. This one we will talk about because it's oh, a past okay. Limit. Okay. But if there's any of the others. Well, maybe maybe stuff like, because look, some of them weren't, like, the great thing they did. It's what happened to them. Like, look, Butcher's in the shadows, right? All right. He, he lost, he, his arm was severed. Yes. Well, yeah, one of the spirals rushes to, rushes to Butcher's of the shadows intent on revenge. His claws rake across Butcher's back as the Shadow Lord falls to a knee. Whiplash grabs the spiral at the throat and the wrist as Dempsey, not to be outdone, clasps the foe's other wrist. The worm spawn cries in pain as the two warriors pull. <laughs> Whiplash's grip holds out over the bone and sinew as he rips the spiral's arm clean off its body. The fetter behemoth roars in victory as he pummels the wounded beast with its own arm. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. This is my club now. <laughs> right? Well, you know. I like that it's it's kind of Whiplash's signature move. <laughs> Quit hitting yourself. Quit hitting yourself. Right? right? <laughs> No, because then you have Jude's in there too, and this little little claim scar. Yeah, Jude, you made a a pretty a big scene with him with his because of his grand clave, really. Yep. But then, um, then we get into a moment. Yes. And you know, another spiral leaps toward Butcher's in the shadows in lupus form, catching the Thurge off guard. He clamps down on the Butcher's clave arm, severing it cleanly. Shifting to Kranos, he rolls, throwing the clave at Crimson Ghost. Whiplash charges, knocking Ghost out of the way. Turning to dodge himself, he doesn't have enough time. Raising his hands to block the incoming blade in his face, the blade gets caught in his hand, half-severing it. He turns to face you, pulling the blade away, his eyeball stuck to the tip of the blade. Yikes. <laughs> and Whiplash lost that eye. Yep, yes. Because that was after the wound to his hand. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, I mean, the healing factor has to choose. Yep. It, it saved the arm, not the eye. Right. And, I mean, the eye got plucked out right there as he pulled the... Yeah. You know, what, what's he going to do? The hand would be okay. Right. Eventually. Eventually. You know, because it's like, what would I say? And I, hopefully it, 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 you saw it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's like... Um, yeah. You know, it's a, it's a vertical cut at that point. You know, it's like the space between the two fingers is just, like, way longer... <laughs> <laughs> you know, instead of horizontal, so he still had the hand. It was just kind of a V now. Okay. <laughs> you you can you can save that. Yeah. That eye was fucked. Right. 
So Whiplash lost an eye, saving the life of Crimson Ghost. Story three. Yep. <laughs> you rule that man a lot. I don't know shit. Um, All right, Charlie <laughs> Try telling <Murphy>. him that. <laughs> Charlie Murphy. <laughs> and then there's another little, you know, parentheses where it says player's turn. Yep. And yeah, he, he, like I said, he, he peppered us in there. Yeah. So we each had our own little you know, quote-unquote moment. And then we've got Ron Day Tripper. Yeah. And, you know, we love Ron, but... Um, Oh, this is where he's doing his Kylindo, you know, up, down, shift around. Yeah, he's uh, his his faux Kylindo. Yeah. <laughs> up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, A, B, select start. Ron sure. Daytripper moves like a prize fighter, always on the balls of his feet. He zigs and zags between stu- the two spirals he fights. They struggle to get the best of him to no avail. They leap high and low, trying for pincer attacks. Still Daytripper evades, shifting seemingly at random between the five forms. He tags them both with superficial claws until he can get one of them. Till one of them gets the better of him, climbing deeply into his side. He roars fiercely, shifting from Glabber to Kranos, and dashes for the one who hit him, only to seemingly trip, hitting the dirt violently. Ron Day Tripper. Day Tripper. Trip uh-huh. to his friends. <laughs> trip, bastard. Uh, yeah, somebody can't make a run roll. That's right. And I mean, that's. It's actually a deeper story than that. Right. It started as the original player of the character had this affinity for failing run rolls. Really had an affinity. <laughs> I think I think in like six years he made two of them. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. So he's like his lower half was all scar tissue. <laughs> wow. I mean grenades, pools of blood, severed body parts, his own feet, shoelaces, curbs. <laughs> curbs. <laughs> yeah. Like this this character Rock. could not run. If it existed, he tripped over it. I believe the character's original name, mm-hmm. and I used quotes around original. Well, I mean, it was... It became Runs Like Legless Dogs. Yeah, Run Runs Like Legless Dogs. <laughs> we, we were, like, 14. Yes. I just want that out there. <laughs> but it was truthful. Right. And so what I did, because, you know, again, it was, you know, sometimes these players, they leave, or things happen, and some of these characters get retired and converted into NPCs. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you've taken some of my characters and made them NPCs. It's it's kind of an honor. Well, thank you. And, you know, like, I always do work on them. I don't just steal the character. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, like, you in Ron's case, I do. I do make them my own. In Ron's case, what I wanted to do, because the Silent Howl, in my normal canon, is a very famous pack. You know, they're world travelers. They've done a lot of shit. Everyone knows or has heard about the Silent Howl. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. so Ron has a problem. It's a it's a flaw. He only fox frenzies. Okay. And you can see how that could be an issue in the it's battlefield. It's a problem. Right. So what eventually ended up happening, you know, to, to you can't fix it, but to mitigate it, um, they had the, the Alpha Segment Rainmaker come up with a little fetish, a little anklet he wears, a little ankle bracelet, mm-hmm. that will fuck with his equilibrium the more his rage takes over. Okay. So it stops him from frenzying, so or if he, if he does if he If he frenzies, his legs stop working entirely. <laughs> Nifty little trinket. So he can't run away. <laughs> because what's worse than waking up across state lines while your friends are probably getting killed right the hell now? Right. Yeah. Fox frenzying sucks. 
And which is why in that little bit you saw he's he's ducking and weaving, haha, this is all a big joke until he gets tagged. He gets pissed off. He switched to Kratos because he got angry. And, and boom. boom hit the ground. Yep. So he's gotta keep his cool in combat or he'll you know. He'll bite the dirt. Literally. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So that battle is won. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the battle the bottom line is yeah, the battle is won. You know, they go home victorious. Woo. And then the script flips to the next day. So is the rest of that evening was that like sandbox time? Um, I think there was a little sandbox, but I, I don't know if there you know, I don't know if there was. I think it was just you went home and you reveled. Yeah. You know, everyone's like, Yeah, here's here's some boo, not an actual cane and revel. Right. But like right. you celebrated. Okay. You know, Dempsey passed the flask along and hooray, you did a thing. Look at that, you're a real man now, you bled a little, you oh. know. You know, you popped your cherry crimson ghost, good work, kind of thing. Freezing. No, no, that was <laughs> Yeah, you know, it was congratulations, you know. Yeah. You, you did a thing, you're an adult, you're all grunged up, kinda. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you you've made it through a rite of passage. It's not your rite of passage anymore. You actually did a thing, which was because rite of passage is probably, you know, baby shit compared to what you just did. Yeah, I mean. But there's still more shit to do. Yeah, they, they, you can celebrate while you can. Welcome to Guru Life. Exactly. There's more shit to do. <laughs> exactly, but you did it. You proved that you weren't useless. Yeah. You know, you proved that you weren't cowards. That okay. sat by the fire. Right? But now I'm going to go sleep by the fire. Well, certainly. But you know what? You earned it. Now you can take yeah. a nap. It's time for Betty by around the fire. Yay. Because <laughs> you yeah. earned it. That's the larger part, yeah. And then it says the next day, and then Cage Breaker has some knowledge to drop. Right, because as promised, you know, he knows where it is. And he talks about that everyone was looking in the wrong spot. That a few hours north, uh, northeast of the town was uh, Longburn Caverns. Which was like a little tourist spot, caverny, you know, let's take a chip into the caves, everybody. Mm-hmm. Where this thing um, has been, you know, uh, what is it, uh, a natural cavern system? Big tourist attraction. It's all closed down six months ago. Instability. Instability, huh? Yeah. Thing is, they don't advertise about how about it in town because they know the townies know and don't care. I could take you in, but we're not going in, not alone. I still don't know what this is, you know, and... Now, there's a section here that, that I know we, we have to address okay. afterwards. And it's, um, like, I go into a graveyard issue, and I use, I bring in some of my very favorite things. Oh, <laughs> skull, skull pigs. Skull pigs. I desperately wanted you guys to encounter some skull pigs. We do eventually, just not now. Right, but I love my skull pigs, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a dangerous foe. They're, they're incredibly clever. I love skull pigs. Maybe that's why we didn't do it. That's why we, we didn't do it. We already had a big combat, I'm sure. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I believe we had to cut this for time. Okay. And then once we did, I decided to cut it entirely and not come about it, not, not to bring it up the next game. Mm-hmm. Bummer. You know, I remember, especially in those early games, when... Um, we, we were on time limits. Yeah, <laughs> not everyone's... Significant others were. Um, well, no, I don't think it was. I think it was just everything took so long. It was like eleven o'clock at night by the time we hit here. Yeah, it gotcha. was. Yeah, yes. it was a later. Yeah, we had already been there for ten hours. At <laughs> yeah, it was a. It was a long day, definitely. So I, I feel strongly it was cut for time. I was gonna have you guys. You know, who's gonna lead you there? Is gonna go through the graveyard where these skull pigs had been, just by coincidence. 
You know, I mean, there's banes, there's bad shit. The skull pigs found this old graveyard. It's skull the pigs carrying. Yeah, it was just a good place for them to fucking hang out. Right. They were gonna kill Cagebreaker. Mm. The skull pigs. The were? skull pigs were gonna kill Cagebreaker. Jesus. That was my plan. Okay. It's a good thing we didn't run that, huh? Got cut. <laughs> so, um... So you had to come up with something. Well, and you see the rest of it's still there. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, the story concluded with everyone... They're still... You guys are still at the camp. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and Ron tells a tale of the Silent Howl and how great they are. Because, again, I'm building that world around you guys. Right. You guys have decided you wanted to play. We're going to keep going with this now. So it's important to... Keep building that world. You know, they're famous, they're great, I have to prove it. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. You know, you can't just take that out of word. And, um... Which you I know, think we did anyway, but... but yeah. You didn't know any better. True. Yeah, true. You know, um... And so Ron's telling a tale of an encounter with a Nexus crawler. Which was unrelated to the Sandcastle one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I still love yeah, that one. So, still a good one. Yeah, those of you who weren't there that one day, you know, at one point, Segment Rainmaker killed a... Uh, Nexus crawler. With a sandcastle. Mm-hmm. Not that story, though. This was their first encounter with a crawler. <laughs> look, look, yeah, they're a... Mull f- that over. They're a, a fart in the wind away from rank four, dude. I know. <laughs> they could be rank four. Yes, they could. There's Not motivated. Irresponsibility care. is the reason. Yep. Yeah, but... Uh, good point. <laughs> You know, so they're, you know, telling the story, and, oh, you know, say you this, and kicking it, and he's, he's telling the story, and then, oh, Wahaya starts screaming. You know, he's been meditating the other side of the fire the whole time. He starts screaming, roll tick thaka, roll tick thaka, roll tick thaka, passes out, to be continued. Yeah. Whenever you do that, too. That's how we know it's to be continued. He just stops what he's doing, closes his boards up. And that's it. Yep. Just puts him down, face down, mm-hmm. and then mull crosses that his arms. <laughs> it's just basically a mull that over, bitches. Yep, there you go. Take that. <laughs> How you like me now, motherfucker? <laughs> well, I used to, back in the day, we'd play by candlelight and blow out a candle. Mm. You know, it's just some sort of physical symbol of No, it makes sense. Done. That's a cool idea, too. But still, <laughs> yep, game's over. Well, we have electricity now, so. <laughs> We're not Amish anymore. <laughs> it's so cold. It's going to feed that so fucking. so cold. It's feeding that vampire theory. <laughs> I, was just, I was about to say that. That's why I'm shaking my head. <laughs> Suck it, Caribbean. <laughs> He's still a vampire. Blah. Dracula. Not, not Count Chocula vampire. Dracula. <laughs> it's Dracula's. Uh, you know, man, gets right. Dracula's. <laughs> but hey, good way to end this, too. Right on that note. All right. Yeah. I mean, well, awesome. No. Thoughts? Oh, darn. Well, what the hell kind of post-mortem is it that way? Yeah. We did thoughts as we went. Yeah, I mean, he's right. And I mean, I kind of love it when you just, like, you know, you close the book. And it's, like, the end. Like, but it's a to-be-continued. But it's, yeah, it's mm-hmm. the end? Question mark? But it's not the end, because it's never the end. Well, so clearly the answer is no, <laughs> exclamation point. <laughs> right, but that's how the game you're getting today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is all I have for it's you. It's never the end, it's to be continued. And, you know, I mean, I, I can't wait till next recording session. <laughs> the conclusion? When we, when we do part four next month. Yeah, that'll be, you know, that is that is the end of that chronicle, and... 
continued foreshadowing for the rest of our fucking lives. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, things happen, decisions get made. Yep. And, uh, yeah, that... I mean, you talk about my foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. You guys make a call in that story that makes the next Chronicle possible. Right. Something you didn't expect. Something I absolutely did not expect. I was a little irked about it at the yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, you expected us to go one way and we went the other yep, way. Yep, and... Didn't know your players yet. No, no, I didn't. I, you know, but... Well, you, and it's story three and story four, so... Right, so you guys didn't know your characters that well. It's but true. I think, you know, at the same time, he knew me enough. And I think that's what he was leaning on. But he didn't know the other two of the group. Well, we'll, we'll get to it next month. But you guys you guys did make a decision that and changed I went, everything. Because yeah, yeah, I went mm. the other way because they wanted to. I went with majority rules. Well, it changed the future. <laughs> Only for better. a chronicle. If, yeah. <laughs> there, there wouldn't have been a guilty. It's true. I wouldn't have been able to poop on a story. I mean, okay. that's fair. Fair. <laughs> I guess if, if that's uh, that's all everyone has. Yeah, yeah. Unless you guys open, because I, I I enjoy these. These are so much fun reliving these. And if we do, if we just keep going to all of our stories. Imagine us catching up. Oh, that'll happen eventually. Yeah. I know. It's, yeah. that's, I'm excited for that. <laughs> I'm excited. Of how slowly we game at this point right. with everything else we're doing. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm excited for the guilty to get to get oh, into yeah. that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm and I'm really expecting to hear some awesome insights. From you guys during uh-huh. that, because you can mm-hmm. look. I mean, this is what this was a four-parter to see if this was dipping our toes yeah. in the water, and, and to see yeah. our, our reactions now, right? And, and just something like this, yeah. To where uh, you know, I know the guilty. You guys loved the guilty. Yep. I, I was very proud of the guilty, you know. Um, so I think we're gonna have a lot more to say about those. I hope, Probably. and that's gonna be really cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, I can't wait to get to the guilty. Yes, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, you know this. Yeah, you this helped co-write that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Joey has been my AST for years. You know, if I get eons, <laughs> decades. <laughs> this is a vampire reference again. Oh boy. <laughs> well, no, you know, um, yeah. we've talked about it before. You know, okay. bouncing ideas off of, mm-hmm. and you know, um, sometimes. I mean, you go stroke for me that one time. <laughs> But, uh, made the whole pack cry. Yeah, luckily <laughs> not our pack. Made a group of adults want to kill themselves. Good job. <laughs> yeah, thankfully not our pack because I don't think yeah, I, I, would, I would feel the same about Joey. She did that to us. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think it's it's one of the best pieces I think I've wrote written you know, yeah, over the years. Yeah, and that'll be great. But this one was just you know it was a four parter. Get everyone's toes in the water. I got to try some things I've never done. I got to be a bit self indulgent. I mean, you look at the NPCs. Those are just like all of my favorite. Exactly. Or most of my... Because why not? Fuck it. Yeah, because you... I might never play a game of Werewolf again at this point. You know, at that point in my life. Yeah. You guys could have said, I don't like this, and that would have been my last Werewolf game, so fuck it, I'll be (laughs) self-indulgent. I think you had every right to be. So, you know, I mean, I want our Patreons to stick around and see Chapter 4. Absolutely. I don't need to stick around and see all of them. <laughs> Keep giving us money so we can do this for you. Right? <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> Jeez. I'll what fix the, it. Of all the ways to choose to say that. I will give fix it Give me your money and I'll editing. give you a thing. Why, why would the Patreon rewards be the one you start to fix? Because <laughs> <laughs> they pay for this shit. I care about them. Yeah, but, but they know goddamn well I'm choosing the worst way to say it. <laughs> yeah. 
It's part of why they tune in. Is it though? 30 ways I could have said that I chose the shittiest one. And that's why we love you. Well, thank you. And you know... Um, so, Patreons, thank you. Because this has been fun. And uh, We'll see you next month. See you next time, yeah. See you next time, guys. And take care.